Hey guys, this is Jesus. I want to thank the following Patreon listeners. Robert Faulkner, Michael Denos, Daniel Allardyce, Matt Burr, Adam Bueller, Matthew Punamali, Fabian, David W.F., Matt Lowry, and John H. Perry. Thanks for helping us on this side quest. Over the top of the the ridge for the hill that the that the orcs came from, comes galloping a dozen uh, a dozen soldiers. I am sure this is not what you in, envisioned upon coming to our glorious country, but I am afraid that I need to place you all under arrest. I have need for people, not of Cremerian Guard, to investigate a small issue shouldn't be too dangerous, but I need someone who is not wearing the emblem of Cormier. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to Fanable.com, actual play podcast network, uh, Goliath stomping across the hills, bringing doom and terror to all the villagers who dare defy us, or work with us, or or, or just there. <laughs> Anyways... Welcome to Fanable.com. Tough time to be a villager. Uh, so I am Dave, and I am here with Tex Jesus, Daniel, and a special guest. Ladies and gentlemen, you know him. I know him. Someone on the team knows him biblically, and they have progeny to prove it. Welcome, Billy Coffin. Hey! So Billy is going to join us uh, on this magical quest this journey of enlightenment and self-acknowledgement this this decision to strike out into the far reaches of the horizon and answer the age-old question how much murder can a hobo murder if a murder hobo has a sword (laughs) i am your dragon daddy david this is dungeons and dragons (laughs) Woo! yes that's like a wolf howl Murder hobos. Um, <clears throat> so here we are again. We are going to pick up where we left off with our uh, mighty intrepid adventurers uh, who have had uh, an enormous amount of luck so far. Uh, let me check my notes here. Getting across a small river. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> that is that is a. Accurate summary of meet a gnome, get across a river, almost drown. Save versus death. <laughs> Save versus death. Yep. Save versus eel, if yeah, I recall correctly. Yeah. yeah. Um. So. So. Oh no, I don't have her name. Okay. Well, whatever. All right. So, uh, starting from my left, please introduce yourself and your character. Ah, oh, shit. That's me. Hey guys. This is Dan, and I am playing, uh, once again, the best character of the group, Katrick, the Kenku Sorcerer, uh, whose main method of communicating with the world, with the rest of his party, and with himself, is through the language of flames. Um, and, yeah, he's he's set people on fire, he's uh, gone around, made weird sounds, and I think he's, uh, he's doing very well. So far, so good. Um... And, uh, and young William, you can introduce your character or you can wait until you are introduced yourself. Uh, I'll wait. Okay, cool. Okay. <clears throat> hey guys, this is Jesus, and I am once again playing my, uh, Minotaur cleric, uh, Daras, 
ready and willing to fight my enemies. In the name of my god, Gond. What's the what is uh, Gond the god of? God of the forge and smithing and crafting. Shit I learned like it that. all from my gnoming gnome dad. <laughs> gnome dad, gnoming gnome dad. My gnoming dot com. Gnome dad. <laughs> I just love the idea of you bellowing at your gnome dad. You're not my real dad. <laughs> and then, like everyone, like all of the furniture and everything just moves from your, from your wind. Yeah. And from a far distance down below, you hear. Now listen here, young man. Yeah. <laughs> You want to sleep in the barn? <laughs> what does that mean, Dad? What does that mean? You went there. <laughs> I just love the idea of your dad just being completely sarcastic, just looking up like, oh, yeah, I'm not your real dad. What the fuck gave that away? <laughs> I love the oh, I'm sorry, one more. I just love the idea of you storming out and the wife's like, what's his problem? It's like, oh, that's what you get for having a horny teenager. <laughs> and she's just like, go sleep in the barn. <laughs> Oh, honey, don't have a cow. <laughs> and then she just, like, stabs him. <laughs> oh, better hoof it to the barn, then. Yeah. <laughs> Stabbings continue. Talk about grabbing the bull by the horn. But you never found out what happened to your gnome dad after that, after that, after that accident where, as far as your mom said, he fell on all the knives in the kitchen. <laughs> and he fell on yeah. 17 times. Now, oddly enough, it was after he took that course on a, a stand-up comedian. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, open mic gnome (laughs) anyways it's getting worse Um, and this is text I am playing uh, Pharaoh Pimfire a ghost wise halfling ranger uh, and cat guy alright so from the beginning uh, Devros, Pharaoh and Katrick you went to a town uh, in Sambia that was across the river from the country of Cormir to meet a gnome by the name of Bumblebottom Cauliflower. Now, Mr. Cauliflower had put up flyers around various towns and cities, stating that he was collecting a group of stalwart and hardy adventurers in order to go across the river into the country of Cormir in order to take up a certain lord's call for help. This call for help was very simple. The lord said, that their land was overrun with monsters and creatures. And if you could clear out these creatures, you could claim the land that you cleared. All you needed was to give five silver to Bumblebottom for what he assured would be a uh, smooth and effortless transition into the city of uh, the country of Cormir. And then you're on your way, uh, meeting a half-orc woman who was to be your guide using a raft to go across the river things went south very quickly as did you because that was the direction of the of the river and after a a little negotiation with a snapped wire and an eel and a storm and some rocks you made it to the shore of Cormir immediately being informed by Bumblebottom that there was a there was a bandit who was also a member of the guard known as Tagon, who was looking for him, who would shake people down uh, from the uh, <clears throat> from the city crossing northward, where there was a bridge, and he didn't want to pay it, so he decided to try to use the raft method. With that in mind, 
uh, with that in mind, uh, Pharaoh immediately moved north up the rocky coast in order to see if anyone noticed the destroyed raft, and you all stayed behind to warm yourselves with the fire that was offered by the fiery bird boy of Katrick. Things went from interesting to more interesting in the <laughs> fact that Tagon and five of his men were coming to you uh, quickly, one of which was dispatched in the silence of, of darkness uh, by Pharaoh. And meanwhile, Dahras and Fiery Bird Boy, half uh, Orc Lady and the otherwise useless gnome, were attacked by some orcs. A fight happened. You were wonderfully victorious it was swimming absolutely no one got brought to the brink of death <laughs> Duras, you almost died <laughs> it hurts deep inside and outside yep but you are victorious and you are standing there having uh actually dispatched a chieftain of an orc of an orc tribe that was for whatever reason with its small party you do not know which and you will never know because he is quite dead. And you are standing there with Pharaoh having recently rejoined you to warn you of people coming from the north. Take Tagon and his men. And the sun is still high overhead. There is blood and fire and burning all around you. And that is where we begin. Good and, times. And you stand there. Waiting for Tagon. Does anyone say anything? <laughs> I think right before we broke, I was saying we need to get back to defensive positions mm -hmm. and be prepared to be attacked um, um, on by folks on horseback. Because it's a rocky beach. Mm -hmm. I was saying we should like get higher up onto one of the big, like more shelf-like rocks so that the horses won't be able to charge across the loose rock. And that I was going to hide in the tree line with my panther, <laughs> who is like licking its chops from orc blood. Solid. Sounds like a solid plan. We should probably do that. All right. So you have no problem finding a plateaued rock that allows you a vantage point over the beach in front of you and allows you the ability to lie down and wait. And sure enough, within moments, the galloping of horses uh, rumbles around the bend and out breaches from the uh, from <clears throat> from the turn five riders one of which is a well because there were six you oh there were six originally yep. okay and five riders and one of which is a large man that was the, described to you a man with olive skin long hair and a scar a wicked scar across his cheek known as Tagon and they are rumbling now, breaking into a full-on gallop as they see the remnants of your fight. And as they start to come up, you hear Bumblebottom Cauliflower say, I'm not so sure about this. Maybe we could just run. Uh, no. Hello. <laughs> uh, should my panther and I roll stealth? Uh, yes, go ahead. To not be noticed from the tree line. Uh, 11 and 13. Okay. They come rumbling from uh, from the bend, and then they pull up, and Tagon looks around. Tagon looks around 
and then sees you up on the <laughs> the minotaur, mm-hmm. raise up and say hello. With the gnome on his shoulder. <laughs> the gnome is, this was not discussed. <laughs> <laughs> Come up on my shoulder, Dad. Cauliflower. (laughs) (laughs) Just make yourself look big and scary. (laughs) You'll be safe from mom up here. (laughs) You mean Stabatha? (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. New character concept. (laughs) New gnome assassin. Stabatha. Stab at the cauliflower. Oh <laughs> my god. So good. All right. Mm. Uh and there is a pause and and Tagon says Bumblebottom. Well, 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 it looks like you have a few new rubes here in order for you to and then you hear in the distance as an official sounding horn rings out into uh into the air trotting down from the field where the orcs had come comes uh the sound of many many hooves and then into the distance you can see raised upon a pole is the colors of uh of cormir and the uh, dragon within a shield that uh is its national marker and all of you look at that and you notice, all of you notice that Tagon's face drops. <laughs> and so does Cauliflower's. <laughs> Both of them go white. And Tagon's men start to kind of jostle and look around and get nervous like they're going to make a break for it. And then Tagon grimly starts trotting his horse backwards and then just points at cauliflower and they turn and run away and and uh as you all see this happening over the top of the the ridge for the hill that the that the orcs came from comes galloping a dozen soldiers all wearing the emblem of the uh Cormier guard the same emblems that Tagon and his men were wearing but they look um better they don't look like they are scrapped together. They don't look like they've been slumming it. They look like they are officially guards. And at the head is a woman um, in pristine purple armor wearing a badge across her arm that is brightly yellowed and then features a purple dragon within a uh, <clears throat> a yellow shield with two blades behind it. The insignia of one of the purple dragons, the royal oh, army of Cormier. And as they gallop up, Pharaoh, you, you see this happening and you uh, you are safely within the brush. There is... Uh, yeah, I'm going to stay ahead. <laughs> yeah, you are safely within the brush and uh, you look around and then a little pebble goes directly next to you, thrown from behind. And you hear... I'm going to check what, what the Marlock behind me. There are half a dozen half el- or elves in Cormier guard, garb that are standing so perfectly still that even your even your panther looks a little startled by them, and they simply hold up a hand, but they all have bows at the ready. Oh, so they're part of the. They're part of them, what? and they're simply they're simply saying like 
we've got you. <laughs> but right. they but they do not want to. I'm fight. gonna play it cool. Like I probably knew they were there. Yeah. yeah. They they also they they look sternly at you, but more appreciative at your panther. All right. Mm-hmm. And from what you know of elves, yeah, they could live. Or, you know, they could pass up on a half lane being dead or alive. That's fine. Creature of the forest, not its fault. Wrong place, wrong time. So, you know, just fell in with the wrong crowd. Cool. Uh, so. I throw the pebble back. I would like to make an attack roll. <laughs> <laughs> Favorite enemy humanoids. <laughs> um, and so riding up is this uh, royal, this royal guards uh, woman. And uh, or this this purple dragon, these 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 hardy, these these iconic individuals from the Cormier military. Remember that Cormier was the military that both organized a resistance to and stopped Netheril in its tracks. And they are led by uh, and she leads a dozen other soldiers. But then in their midst, there is a man who is bound wearing Sembian military garb. And has been uh, disarmed and tied to a horse. Sitting upright, not hogtied, but definitely uh, not there of his own volition or stone. So, fun fact. Sembia was becoming a little too hot uh, in the fact that the Purple Dragons and the Cormier military were doing some rebuilding. And as a no longer employed member of the Sembian army, you were given leave to go wherever you wanted. You By had you, a- you're talking to Billy now. I'm sorry. Billy. Yes. Actually, Billy, why don't you introduce your character and I'll continue with that. Hey, everybody. I'm uh, Billy and I'm playing Eriston. Uh, I am playing Eriston Belemati. Um, and he, right now, the only thing you can really get from him is uh, he's... Looks like a young man, probably 25 at most. Um, and uh, half his face is of, of that of a very good looking individual, but the other half is horrifically scarred, uh, most likely burned. Uh, crook, uh, the, our friend here who loves fire would probably tell that it was definitely fire damage that took half his face. Yeah, nice work. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah <laughs> very good craftsmanship. Absolutely. Yeah. Very, beautiful captain. Def- definitely going for a two face sort of uh, mentality there. And right now, since his. Uh, sword, his great sword. Uh, do, do they carry that with them somewhere? Like on another horse, they have that. Yeah, they've thrown everything into a satchel. Yeah, uh, his eyes keep on flickering towards that sword, but and you can assume it is his. It is tarnished very much, just like his uh, symbian uh, uh, breastplate, which he is still fortunately wearing. And right now, he is sitting up straight, uh, very much like an aristocrat would uh, at a dinner party. And uh, the only thing really different when he's not looking at his sword, his eyes are downcast, as if uh, almost afraid to look up at people. So, Ariston, a couple of things. One, Sembia was getting a little too hot to be a free agent in. Uh, you were previously part of the Sembian military and then having been released because one of Sembia's deals with Cormir was it would dissolve its military in order to show that, you know, Hey, you know, water under the bridge, right? Uh-huh. We all try to take over the world, right? Uh, and <laughs> who among us has not <laughs> ventured into the shadow realm? Don't worry, guys. I got a perfect gun to worship. I got, dark a, per- gods. I got a perfect defense that clears me of everything. Mm-hmm. Following orders. <laughs> <laughs> and so, and so, you decided to strike out 
into Cormir, which you had heard has a lot of work. And of your options, you had two. You could either join up with one of the many now springing up like mushrooms bands of mercenaries that were operating in Sembia and risk working for the kind of client that would have money, but not too much money and most likely ne'er-do-well intentions. Mm -hmm. Or you could become a proper adventurer. Now, adventuring was extremely dangerous, but the nice thing about it that appealed to you, no tax bracket. <laughs> uh, you got to keep what you kept. And though Cormier had some rules about it, it was better to go take uh, take your chance in Cormier where you had heard that there weren't a lot of adventurers right now. And you had seen these flyers up for, for uh, <clears throat> free land, if you can claim it, somewhere off into the south. Uh, to the southern part of Cormier. And so you you went through the proper channels. You actually went through the uh, the gated bridge that these other individuals decided to try to circumvent. And upon crossing into the upon crossing into the land of Cormier, you were promptly apprehended because a guard captain uh, that was on duty that day, took issue with a Sembian just walking into Cormier and charged you with jaywalking. And you have been arrested. That makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> it is not the most unheard of thing for uh, for what you've heard, uh, for, for Sembians being treated at Cormier. It is just bad luck. But at this point, you do know that Cormier is still a country ruled by law and that you will get your day in court. And you can probably defend yourself and that this is probably the equivalent of just, you'll probably lose some money. Um, and so you have been apprehended and you, you've been taken the long way around south from the town that you had entered in. And you were with a group that was already tracking some orcs and it led them there. So you're basically there in a forks attack while you're an arrow sponge, but there aren't enough guards to go around to do guard duty and to actually trap yeah, orcs. I prefer so. the term a hero shield. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and you all, uh, and they all ride up and stop. And the woman looks at all of you. Who's in charge here? I point at uh, Cauliflower. You point at nothing. <laughs> <laughs> it's a... And I turn my head. Oh. And you look around. Sheila's gone, too. Hmm. Uh, anybody who has Arcana can roll it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yay! Let's see. Arcana. Nat 20. Oh, shit! Nice. This is, wow. this is starting out great. Welcome yep. to Dungeons & Dragons. You, this is how it always goes. Yep, plus my plus five. Yeah, I'm... I'm, I'm, I'm you see this coming. Um, like, the second you... Go over the ridge on this galloping galloping horse with your with your uh, with your captors. You see a group. Uh, you see a minotaur, and you see a uh, a kenku, a bird person, mm -hmm. and then you see a gnome and a, a woman half orc barbarian right next to them. And then it's almost as if the sun glints mm -hmm. off of something, and they are gone. And you could see it coming from a mile away. <laughs> they were not going to stick around. <laughs> so the magic was good, most likely a scroll. And 
Do so I think it's a, they're invisible, or did they dart off somewhere using like a, a portal or something? With the direct with a with the distance that you are at, it's kind of irrelevant. Mm-hmm. They probably just got the hell out of there. Okay. Um, and so, so they pull up, and you see that the uh, you see that the minotaur points at nothing on his shoulder. <laughs> I just kind of scoff, shake my head, and just look down as if like, "Sorry, dude." <laughs> so I look to my to my shoulder. I see nothing there. I look to where Sheila was. She's gone. Mm-hmm. <sighs> I guess technically now it's me. The the Kenku next to him just nods. First of all, I I rolled a seven on my account, so I have no idea where the, where they're gone or what happened. <laughs> what gnome? Yeah, what gnome? Well, did we have a gnome? Uh, yeah. So the Kenku just kind of like points a feathered finger up at the Minotaur and agrees. <laughs> and you uh, hear, oh yeah, and Tex, you would understand this in Elven. Uh, one of the one of the elves in the forest with you says, "There's one over here as well." And in Elven, uh, this woman responds, bring them out. And they start ushering you gently out, Pharaoh. All right. Uh, my I and Smokey will come mm-hmm. slipping out of the underbrush. Hmm. I see. Well, I wish I could say it was nice to meet all of you. Looking at the bodies here, seems that you've been somewhat busy. The Green Hand tribe has been aggressively pressing some of these lands. I suppose I should thank you. You're welcome. (laughs) Dispatching them. But I'm afraid I've heard rumor that there is a dead body of a guard nearby. And also, you are clearly martially adept. And then she moves her ca- she moves her cape, and you notice, and you you everything moved too fast for you to notice before, but on on the ne'er do well bandits that were guards, and also now definitely on all of these guards, including the elves, there are bright cords that are tied around the hilt of each sword and the the wood of each bow that attaches it to their belt. So it would be impossible to draw right away. And she motions at her own. You are not knotted. I would like to know why you are here. Unless you're Sembian as well. I am personally not a Sembian. Uh, I'm pretty sure. Are you Sembian? I look at Katrick. He kind of like shakes his beak side to side and then shrugs. So he comes from many places as well as I'm assuming Pharaoh over here. We actually only met this uh, technically this morning. Um, we were under the employ of a uh, gnome name. What was his first name? Bumblebottom. Uh, Bumblebottom Cauliflower, who said, said he had some sort of writ. She holds up a hand. Everything makes so much more sense. <laughs> <laughs> I am sure this is not what you in- envisioned upon coming to our glorious country. But I'm afraid that I need to place you all under arrest. Um, question. <laughs> Why? Gay walking. <laughs> <laughs> I say from my, I guess they have me gagged. We need to, we need to ask you some questions about a dead guard. We need to get an official report as to 
what encounter you had with the Green Hand tribe, and also for trespassing. None of you have papers. None of you are but bu- nodded. Bumblebottom had the babe. Oh, yeah, he's not here. Okay. You will be processed within 24 hours and then released of your own accord. Oh, okay. But I need to make sure that everything here is recorded. I also need to talk to you about some other... I want to talk to you about those men who are here. You mean Tagon and the other guards? Or fake, possible guards? I, I Honestly, at this point, I know what is true and what is li- a lie anymore. My life is a lie. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think my dad was very real, Dad. <laughs> Wait a second. I don't think Dad fell on those knives by accident at all. <laughs> it might take a little bit more than 24 hours since you have so much information, Mr. Daras. T- <laughs> take them into bondage. I won't. <laughs> I won't let myself be arrested. I'm saying this out of character. Just okay. so, so I'm not being... Just so it doesn't seem like I'm being a plot troublesome. <laughs> a plot avoidant asshole. Mm-hmm. Um, my char- Remember when you had us roll that random whatever? Mm-hmm. My character was falsely accused of a crime and spent four years in a mining camp. Yep. <laughs> Thanks yeah. to that goddamn random table. <laughs> okay. So the whole, like, you're wanted for questioning, give us your weapons, is mm-hmm. definitely not going to fly okay. based on how that went last time. Okay. Um, I'm going to jump on Smokey and run for it. Cool. Because I also am the one who killed that guard. Yep. <laughs> so that makes sense. Uh, I need some dice. I mean, to be fair, yeah. you're not being falsely accused. Yes, this time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, this time. I was this time I did it. Four years, <laughs> so you didn't do it. I need some dice. Do we have a ba- bag of uh, dice? You, know, you, can buy, you can borrow these. I'm using. Uh-huh. Yeah, there you go. All right. We're just going to go ahead and roll initiative. Just keep it nice and easy. All right. For us as well, or just hit. Oh, no, it's just. <laughs> Unless all of you are going to three stooges oh, it all of a sudden. Oh, no. So who is the 22? Not that. <laughs> all right. All right. And you tear off. Uh, yeah, we're going to hop on Smokey and tear off. And go full ass. Yeah, all action points mm-hmm. in the dash thing. Yep. Which means we can move at a pace of 40 something. Mm-hmm. And then I think if we. There's like a dash action, right? Well, you're just like hauling ass or no? Yes. Yeah, there's okay. a dash action. Yeah. So we're, we're going to do that. So that puts you at like 80, I, I think? I don't know. I actually, just, you've got I a, actually just realized I don't know if there is. You've got like a movement a, of 40 and yeah. a dash action is available to anyone and that mm-hmm. doubles your speed yep. and smoky speed is 40, so it'd be 80. Yep. Yeah. So that's a lot. <clears throat> so yeah, that'd be 40. So it's no. be- before, that's like 80 before any of them can mm-hmm. act. Yep. Yeah. So- so I should at least be out of, range, out of range of some shit. Yeah, you just die. You you get on Smokey and just dive into the underbrush. <laughs> Sorry, guys. As you said, we met this morning. <laughs> <laughs> and the captain, the captain watches this with a flick of her eyes, but doesn't move. And then kind of nods and says, "All right, now your friend is a wanted man. Perhaps you'll have more sense than him." I only met him this morning. <laughs> <laughs> you don't say. <laughs> so unless you res- resist, they're going to disarm you I'm and take you into custody. I'm fine being disarmed. Okay. Good trick. I yeah, I mean, they can't take your... I, am a, I mean, they can take my, my staff and my dagger, yep. but yeah. I am the weapon. <laughs> exactly. Mm-hmm. My fire is my blood. Wait, what? My weapon? You know what? Never mind. 
that was going for yeah so so Kendrick, yeah he <laughs> he gladly like gives open the staff over the staff and mm-hmm. and dagger just looking vaguely amused but oh. uh yeah Oh, For anybody who can tell what a bird looks 50. like when it's amused. So, <laughs> so 100, 100 yeah. feet. Yeah. Right. yeah. Yep. Wow. Okay. <laughs> Did you say meet meet before you go? <laughs> yeah, yeah, seriously. <laughs> nice. uh, all right. And uh, you are treated well. Uh, you are <laughs> immediately released. And meanwhile, my character's like, I'm a warden man. <laughs> you, are, you are bound and um, gagged, however. Uh, that is because if any of you are magic casters, then you can not use your hands or somatic uh abilities you mm-hmm. cannot cast magic yeah. and but aside from that you were treated you know you're you're not harmed you're not beat up you're not robbed everything is put into a satchel and kept with one horse and then you ride for 10 uncomfortable minutes to a camp that is uh to the that is to the west of where you were and the camp is a, a sequence of tents and it is a large camp. It seems to be about a hundred personnel. They are mostly soldiers, but you notice some caravan guards. You notice uh, some workers that are passing through. It's on a major throughway for one of this for one of the roads of Cormier. And you are taken to uh, what is clearly a barracks. So this is a tent that has been reinforced with uh, some crates and logs that have been cut down, and you are placed in makeshift cells and you notice that below you in every makeshift cell you are effectively in uh in a cell that is made from uh branches and to your back is the cloth of the tent but on the cloth of the tent and below you are rooms and try as you might you cannot break the wood and you cannot tear through the cloth and you're left there with water and you're given some bread and then after another 10 minutes, the woman walks back in. I want to apologize for the way that you've been treated thus far, though I imagine your treatment would be far worse at the hands of the Green Hand tribe. That is fair. Now, how do you know Cauliflower Bumblebottom? Bumblebottom Cauliflower. Uh, like I said, uh, it was more last night than this morning. He had sent out a message over several days ago looking for, uh, people uh, to go on a venture. When we met him, he said he had some sort of adventurer's script, basically saying he is allowed to have adventurers on the lands of Cormier to do adventuring and then gain land for said adventure. She slowly takes off her leather gloves and folds them up and puts them on a table beside her and then takes her hand and puts it on the wooden bars as you speak to Hross. And that you notice that there is a beautiful ruby and emerald signet ring and she presses it and it glows faintly. And then she closes her hand. I believe you. Thank you. My mother always said I had an honest face. (laughs) Sambian. I I don't believe that you were jaywalking. I believe that you paid your... I believe that you paid your toll, came across, and you ran into one of my more surly guards on a bad day. Many of my personnel have lost people in your country. 
it is understandable that you that the blood has uh, not cooled, as we say in Symbian. I apologize for the acts of my people in the past, and I only hope that the history does not define my future. Well, time will tell in that. New Kenku. Right. He's got like. Tilts his head, you know, love the bird thing. <laughs> Your friend that ran, is he a danger to my people? Yes. <laughs> uh, I'll be honest, I did not know him too well, I, uh, but he tends to keep to himself and is very stealthy, so probably he will live in the forests watching. That's fine, if not a little creepy. <laughs> he is a, super creepy. <laughs> <laughs> Just you in the forest. <laughs> <laughs> Just jerking it as hard as this is where we live now, Smokey. <laughs> We've taken a look at the body. We notice that the arrowheads seem to be handmade, crude, but efficient. From the distance that the arrow traveled, we would guess that your friend just no slouch with the bow. Matches what my people have told me they saw on him. And we also found tracks for a panther luckily for you the man who was killed is a known bandit so inadvertently your friend has helped open up an investigation into the personnel who are guarding the camp yet another reason why Symbian, you are being released but i can offer you something more travelers you see Bumblebottom Cauliflower is known in these parts. He's tried to get across without paying any sort of toll in the past. Now, I understand that you are looking for the good lords. Uh, the lord, the one who is somewhat naively offered up his land, Lord Sandala. You, however, do not have a writ of adventuring, and it seems that your sponsor has disappeared. I would like to offer you an alternative. I have need for people not of Cormirian Guard to investigate a small issue. It shouldn't be too dangerous, but I need someone who is not wearing the emblem of Cormir. Do this for me. In exchange, you will have a writ with my name on it. Question. You said that you need people who aren't of Cormir. Is there some sort of legal reason why you cannot do this? Because in the past afternoon, I have apprehended a Sembian military personnel accused of jaywalking erroneously by one of my own. I have found out that there have been northward and westward and eastward marches from a clan of orcs. I have found the people who dispatched the orcs, who were also people who were being investigated by what turned out to be corrupt individuals in my own guard. It has been a day. That's fair. I do not have the personnel, but I do have the coin and I do have the political pull both of which you need. As far as it is concerned, every Cremerian who looks at you will not see a Cremerian. And 
with the wounds of the war still fresh, this is not something that you wish to endure. My people need security. You need acceptance. With this writ, and we give you some knots for your weapons, that's what can be arranged. I can't speak for the others. They will have to speak for themselves. Yeah, the the, the Kanku gives you a nasty look. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know what I meant. <laughs> I, I am willing to take this deal. I, the uh, Simeon says, as he considers for a second before, kind of just nodding his head, if that will get me all right. And gives me a passage through the land. I will accompany on this job, yes. Kenku opens his beak, makes a motion like gimme gimme, and the sound of uh, coins clinking <laughs> from, uh, from his beak. Very well. Congratulations, gentlemen. You're officially adventurers in Cormir. What strange times. Your friend... The one who rode off on the panther. <laughs> Just met him this morning. Yeah. <laughs> Friend is really a strong word. Would he be interested in this sort of option? If he's still interested in becoming an adventurer and getting money, perhaps. <laughs> Let me dispense with the pleasantries. You all reek of adventuring. It wow. seems that it is not your first road. <clears throat> It seems. Wow. It's not your first dungeon dive. You seem to have an edge about you. You know how to draw blood. You know how to fix yourselves. You are not simply just accidental cards. If your friend is interested, if you have any way to contact them, I would prefer not to have a loose cannon running around on his massive panther. Fair enough. I have no way to contact him. (laughs) But if he meets us again, I will give him your message. Over to Pharaoh. Pharaoh, the quick escape that you made was not the most dignified. (laughs) Uh, But it was not your first time running from a bunch of uh, armed personnel. On either side of the law, really. Probably won't be last tonight. And in fact, you uh in fact, you actually kind of met like the entire arc, the entire spectrum of personnel within Cormir within like a couple of hours. So yeah. you met bandits. Orcs, bandits. <laughs> yeah, purple exactly. dragons, yeah. Purple yeah, so you've got like a real uh you got the Applebee's taster set of, <laughs> <laughs> the of, pack. of crime from uh Cormir. Uh and you're feeling pretty good about it. Now you have raced off into the wilderness. Where do you go from there? You're in an unusual um, or I'm gonna place. Circle back stealthfully mm-hmm. and see if I can track cauliflower. All right, roll it. I have advantage on tracking humanoids, which he counts as. Watch him get like two natural 20s. Like, well, you really are the adventure now. You're off. (laughs) Only a nine. Uh, Despite my advantage. Okay. He's gone like gone into the wind. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, You you find that (sighs) something is really not adding up here. He, this gnome 
cast a spell, fucking gnome. doubles around, peed on some trees in order <laughs> to like distract your cat. And then you find his clothes set up in the distance so that it looks like it's like on a waving branch. So it looks like he's moving <laughs> and you go up close and there's a goddamn snare trap attached to it, which means that this motherfucker is naked in the middle of the day. Bumbo bottom. <laughs> oh, he, he straight up, he straight up Kaiser so says this entire thing. All right. Yeah. He is he is gone, and it is a level of competency for a gnome that you were not expecting this cowardly little man <laughs> to have. Yeah, no, I mean I respect that. I think we've secretly discovered who the big bad of this whole yeah, thing seriously. Um, okay, well then I'm gonna. Uh, I'll. I mean, I don't think my previous companion should be too difficult to track. Or to follow. No, I, you don't even have items. to roll. There's only so many. There's so, only so many half bull people and half bird that's people. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> just follow the hoof. Yeah. yeah the hoof prints and trail of feathers. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I'm going to go sort of uh, recon wherever they're being held to see if I can set them free. Yep. You you come to the I edge. I owe them that much. You come to the edge of the of the forest and you see the same the same camp that I described previously. Uh, it is about 100 people, people moving to and fro, mostly soldiers and guards, but also uh, caravans passing through, workers going uh, to and fro. No one one distinct absence that you're noticing that is news to you, that is new to you, is you do not see any signs of fellow adventurers. Now, hmm. often in other towns, in Sembia, in places beyond, especially when you started adventuring, there were... There were adventures. You know, you'd always go to a tavern, and usually the douche in the gray cloak or whatever is probably an adventurer or looking for adventures, things like that. You don't see that. You just see run-of-the-mill soldiers. Hmm. I think uh, Pharaoh gets back on Smokey to ride away, thinking, like, that's too many soldiers but then feels a little stab of guilt and like comes back and decides to watch longer all right and uh the three of you uh ariston uh de Ross and trick are released from your confines and are told that you will be able to stay the night in the barracks if you wish or the rolls outside if you do not wish to stay with many guards, but that uh, <clears throat> the woman that you are talking to, a woman named Captain Stormrend of the Purple Dragons, is holding you to your word. Tomorrow morning you will assist her. But as it stands right now, you're beaten, bloodied, mm. and at the very least need to recover some of your spells. Yeah. Very well, I find that not an issue to rest here. Do you prefer to stay in the barracks with the guards or outside? Katrick is already, like, trying to find a ladder to the roof. He, he prefers to roost somewhere high, so. Is there a anvil for repairs or a forge of some sort in this camp? There is. I will sleep near there. I need to relax. You'll understand that as you progress, my men will accompany you should you need anything. Of course. Good. Sambian? Ariston uh, looks between the guards, the Minotaur, and the, the ascending bird person, 
And then kind of nods towards uh, the Minotaur. Mm-hmm. If, it's, if it's all the same to you, I'd rather stay near the Minotaur. Nice. Oh, okay. Contrary to the old stories, but wise. <laughs> See, progress. Right, be on your way. I'll meet you tomorrow morning. Very well. Stop, 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 stop. Yeah, I'm following you, and after a moment of silence, my character finally, very daintily almost, like, clears his throat. I am Ariston Bellamonte. I don't believe I got your name. I am Doras. I hope I am not an inconvenience. It is... Uh, the strangers in a strange land are much more preferable than the strange land. It's all right. I understand these people can be a bit off-putting, very strict. But overall, it's fine. And you look like you look capable. Uh, yes. Do not worry. If she has an assignment for us, I will be of assistance. Yes. Good. Good. I wonder what it is, though. Do you think fighting more orcs? They are not going to be asking us to be doing any cooking, I assume. So, well, your friend could probably uh, flash boil a few. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. That was terrible. Uh, <laughs> no, I... <laughs> so many guards go for their swords and second you start I actually, Yeah, yeah. Aristotle kind of just lays <laughs> and his it's, it's a booming belly laugh, so yeah. my hands are on my chest. <laughs> Uh, oh, sorry. My father says I should stop doing that. I apologize. Not gonna lie, I paid a little. <laughs> <laughs> Never apologize for laughter. Uh, I, uh, I will accompany you. Okay. I am just going to go to the anvil and work on my armor a bit. Very well. Do you need any repairs? Uh, no, but I have things to be journaling of. All right, then. And so, yeah, I, I'm going to take a seat next to, like, the anvil and just write... Mm-hmm. Or draw. Just yep. whatever I do in my journal. Okay. Cool. Cool, cool. And Katrick? Uh, Katrick has found his way to the tallest spot that he can find uh, mm-hmm. nearby. Yep. And just basically sets himself up. Bruce kind of puffs up his feathers and mm-hmm. goes to sleep. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's on top of the stables is uh, the, the only access point that you can get to. And as you start to hunker down, a guard that has been kind of... Sta- Staying back a little, just casually leans it, her spear against the wall and then folds out a small chair that she uh, has been carrying with her and just sits and just watches. Yep. And all she sees is a bird. You know, like he, he has his, uh, his hood mm-hmm. and he's kind of like lowers it over his eyes and therefore it's nighttime. And, <laughs> <laughs> yep. and nice. he goes to sleep. But uh, he, she, she probably notices that at various points in, in the night, um, small fires start and then quickly stop again around him yeah. uh, because he was the, the the reason he got he like you know backstory wise uh that he's he left his sort of Cancun community was because he was too dangerous to have around like he would occasionally set things on fire while asleep uh so the, uh, the part of the idea of being nice and up high is that there's less stuff up there to burn, yeah, yep. makes sense. So, yeah. like, can't you? They can only they, they mimic, right? Yeah, they can't so really. Why you snore? Is it just creepy? Like little children laughing, like the car's just like I want a new assignment. <laughs> yeah, there are probably occasionally like weird sounds, like his version of talking in his sleep is not today, honey. I have <laughs> a headache. Yeah, <laughs> it's just trivia that you've heard from countless bars. This city, known for its flying gazelle. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, as we, uh, our, my friend is working on like the, mm-hmm. the anvil, I, I will 
clear my throat again gently. Um, your friend who ran away. Yes. If you are hoping to speak with him before the morning, perhaps you should be outside, away from the guards, giving him a chance to approach? That is a good idea. I think I will do so. After I finish this horseshoe that I, that, that guard requested. You're right. I need to get rid of the guards. <laughs> I'm like, what? No, that's not what I say. You go for the left one. <laughs> now! Oh, no! Yeah. We're in this together now. I think it's how New I friend. Jo- Unfortunately, this is how I joined the Sibian army as well. Sometime later, after he finishes the horseshoe, uh, he goes, uh, Doras walks outside, uh, walks out, I'm swimming with one or two guards following him, mm-hmm. and just stands there for, I'm going to say, a good hour. Okay. And I'll follow as well, Bob, keeping my distance. Mm-hmm. Probably along with the guards. Pharaoh, you see all this go down. Yeah. Uh, you see, <laughs> they've, they've adapted remarkably well. Yeah. Um, the Kenku apparently can sleep like a baby, <laughs> given everything that's happened. Uh, and after being in the, after being in the forge for a bit, then Dehras simply walks out and starts lumbering about and uh, just polishing the armor that he had just uh, fixed. And the armor is still, would still be, even after being watered down, would still be too hot. And it doesn't seem to bother him as there's a moisture in the air and a, uh, a dew starts to collect as the sun goes down. Mm-hmm. And you notice, yeah, the, the guards are keeping a respectful uh distance but they are definitely they're being they're being watched but they are not being led and then after a while i pause like oh wait pharaoh we are not under arrest we were hired for a job in in, in your head in your head i'm not far (laughs) (laughs) and also in your head yeah (laughs) Okay, and I walk back to camp. I forgot it yourself. Yeah, me too. Yeah, so I, I just walk back to camp. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the idea, it's like, in your head, you're not far, but really, it's just Pharaoh in a tree, like, next to you. Like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Whisper, whispering in your ear. <laughs> so, okay, your fucking, your, your, your new bullfriend mm-hmm. is a psychopath. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I, I, I'm there for like an hour, and I say, Pharaoh. Okay. <laughs> He'll be with us soon. Characters are weird. Do, 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 do. Back to the hammer. <laughs> I hesitate for a second to follow him, then look back towards the guards, and they're, you know, just checking to see if I have, like, the appropriate length uh, boots, and I'm like, okay, no, I'll go with them, yeah. unless I get fined again. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. And the night progresses on. Uh, yeah, you're welcome to heal uh, anyone who is injured from the last game. Mm-hmm. Uh, quite a bit. I forgot what it was because it was on my old character sheet. But yeah. Uh, it was a bunch, so we can say that everybody gets back to full. Okay. Yeah, I, I, are... I had, like, extra... I had a couple of Cure Wound spells, so we can say, like, they were cast, and mm-hmm. I get my spells lots of back yep. in the morning. Long so. rests. Everybody gets long rests. Yeah, long rests. Sweet. And the, the night progresses, and everybody gets good, wrong, long rest. Uh, you as well, uh, Pharaoh. Uh, get set up in the trees with Smokey and the night passes without issue. And as the sun rises high over the hills and the birds start to welcome the next morning with their cheerful chirps and songs and chickens and uh, start clucking roosters from the camp start making their annoying ass sound (laughs) and life starts to uh, be infused back into the camp and people start to bustle about.
And as you all open your eyes, the captain is Captain uh, Stormrend is walking around to all of you. First to first to Katrick. Kenku. It's time. Kind of like shrugs. Come down. Need to talk to you. And takes he st- he takes this moment. He like stands up, like preens a little, checks his feathers, and then makes his way down. Looks up. And then around to uh, Ariston. Symbian. Miss Sto- uh, Captain. Is she, is she a captain? Captain. Yeah. Captain. Yeah, she she moves with an authority that everyone, including the people who are not even in the military, defer to here at this place. Captain. Please follow me. Yes, Captain. Clang, clang, clang. Did you even sleep? I slept an hour. No, I'm kidding. I did sleep my full eight. <laughs> I was going to say, like, well, no, no, no. I don't know what you're looking at those bells for. No, no, no. I'm, I'm kidding. I slept my full aid. <laughs> <laughs> I am an early riser. Very well. Come with me. All right. I'm going to tell you what this job entails. All right. All right. Here's your horseshoe, John. I won't stop forging until the cows come home. <laughs> wow. <laughs> nice work. <laughs> nice. <Sorry. laughs> I love it. And she takes you into uh, her personal tent in the barracks. And there are multiple chairs for you to sit down on. Guards do not leave, but they hang back again. And she pours herself a water um, into a uh, metal tankard. Sits down across from you at a large table. As I told you before, my personnel are spread thin and dealing with multiple issues here in Cormier. But we are not at a loss for coin and favors. We remember our friends. And she shoots... A withering side glare to the Symbian. People who help us. I need you to go investigate a simple issue involving one of my people who was put on a guard duty somewhere from here. The person's name is Osten Delaire. His husband, also a member of the guard, He's very concerned. Dallaire's time at this guard post was only supposed to be a few months. It's been six. Country is still rebuilding. The personnel shifts are occasionally taking some time, but not this much. The intel that Dallaire was supposed to get from his guard position should have been back by now, and he should have been moved on back to his home city. He was not. This man, Dallaire, is from our capital. So his family and his friends have a little bit more weight than many of us here. I need you to go investigate what he is doing, what is taking him so long, and then assist or simply get me that information. Very well. Just to confirm, we find this person named Delaire and find out their situation. Yes. Okay. Then we ought to return for the writ and the reward? Correct. Acceptable. Good. 
Very well. For sensitivity reasons, I cannot tell you the place where he is guarded. You will take a carriage there, be dropped off. You will navigate as you do. All right. Good. Carriage will be waiting for you outside. May the gods smile upon you. Thank Question. You. If it is all possible, since you say you have so much gold, that maybe we could possibly have some extra gold in case we have any problems we will have to deal with that will require gold. Where you're going, gold won't be an issue. I find out that is only 99.99% not true. But okay, I will trust your judgment. A cleric and a mathematician. The wonders never cease. There's a lot of math in forging. You'd be surprised. Speaking of forging, while you are on this quest, my people will be looking for Cauliflower. He will not be harmed, but I would like to better understand why three foreigners are brought into my country. That is fair. In my defense, we only met him this morning. (laughs) Well, not technically last morning. So I don't want, as a person, I don't want him hurt myself because I don't want anyone hurt who was not violent. But if he is beat up a little bit because we are now in this situation, I would not say no. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure he had a perfectly good reason. What with the uh, Lord Sandala's plea for help and all. But this is not the way things are done. Fair enough. Was there anyone else with you? Oh, uh, well, there was the one that ran away. There was Cauliflower, and there was his half-orc helper. Her name was Sheila. Sheila. Yes. Are you familiar with her as well? We will be looking for Cauliflower. Okay. (laughs) She says, and one of the guards, like, kind of leans back, (laughs) relieved behind you, like... Oh, Sheila. Sheila. I've already explained how we're a little uh, thinly spread out right now. We don't need to be starting shit with Sheila. (laughs) Let's just let that one be. All right. And uh, you are led out into into a carriage. It is a covered wagon, keeping you away from the hot sun. Pharaoh. You see all of this. They're woken up. They're uh, rounded up. There's some sort of... You assume some sort of splendid breakfast inside of the long tent. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're given bread and water, the yeah. same as before. Uh, but all of your weapons and items are uh, are given back to you. And uh, Pharaoh, you see all of this being loaded onto a covered wagon. Cool. I will stay in the tree line and follow it when, when it starts moving. Cool. You do. And uh, the, the covered wagon uh, travels... Uh, down the road towards uh, towards the bank of a river far to the west. And you see some... Uh, you see that it is <clears throat> a very decently guarded uh, post for a raft. Another raft, actually. <laughs> this one looks way better. This one looks buoyant. <laughs> and not made by like Huck Finn cosplayers. I, I set it afire. I was. I told. <laughs> I told Bumbo from the beginning that I would take no more fairies. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
and there are uh, there are some guards uh, around, official-looking Cormirian guards, and they are loading the covered wagon onto the raft. Um, and to, to the three of you, you feel that you're being put onto wooden planks and rumble, rumble, rumble as the wheels go over, and then the uh, and then you feel the ebb and flow and the rock of waves underneath you as you feel that you are being put onto uh, the water. Pharaoh, give me an insight roll. Or perception. Nat 20. Nat 20? Yeah. Uh, mm -hmm. It seems kind of like a waste. <laughs> yeah. No, no, it's not. That's actually really robot. useful. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's just like over there pissing on a tree. <laughs> oh, no, no, yeah. no. <laughs> he himself and dies into the river <laughs> eaten by a, eaten by a shark immediately you know those river sharks you got yeah. so much <laughs> on a tree I'm sorry just <laughs> but he's already started going so he sees you and the panther is starting to approach like oh no 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 no, no. He's like trying, to, trying to finish as quickly as possible kicking his leg no 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 just like the old fortune teller said <laughs> Cut to you at a bar, and that's when my cat ate him dick first. <laughs> you're down full shape, but you're a penis. But that's true for most guys. I don't understand. <laughs> uh, so, Pharaoh, uh, you're looking around. You're looking at the. Uh, you're looking at the state of the guards for this area. You're looking at the fact that there is nothing else but this one platform for miles, and you can use your utilizing your super ranger sense. You know that there's no one else around for miles. You don't detect any sort of, uh, you don't detect any sort of, um, roving, uh, group of bandits. You don't detect any sort of orcs or anything like that. And you also don't detect any sort of other, um, guards. It is just this out in the middle of nowhere. And it is not so much an empirical assessment of the data that you are given as much as it is your, animal instinct of your connection to the wild and also to your uh to smoky that something is going on that is not bad but very suspicious and you know that when that when that raft leaves you're not going to be able to get to your friends and it is this gut punch inside of you that you cannot explain how many guards are there? Four. They don't seem like they would be hard to hard to pass by. They're like loading a. It would be like trying to sneak onto a, a, a ferry in a, like a port town. Oh yeah, then I will. Yeah. We'll definitely sneak on. Probably because again, you notice there's no one else around, so they're probably not thinking that a, <laughs> a psychic halfling right. Yeah. I mean, it might be in the manual, but it's like way in the back. <laughs> I'm gonna. To I, I will distract one with an arrow to the throat. <laughs> Solid. No, uh, yeah. Well, we will sneak. Okay, forward. yeah. That's with a nat twenty. I'm, I'm gonna forego okay. the next roll because you can literally ghost uh, around them. Yes. Uh, and into the back of the the carriage. Yeah, the carriage. Okay. So all three of you are sitting there. <laughs> so the door opens and <laughs> huge panther <just laughs> crawls up and like. Kind of like scrunches down. Yep. 
And then so the, there's a moment of silence, and finally my character's like, are we going to address this? <laughs> <laughs> and then the panther turned the panther turns around and clutching to the side. Of the <laughs> with with mud screaming. Yeah, gripping the fur. <laughs> is uh is Pharaoh. Pharaoh is here. Yeah, Hello, when, when, when when you say like, are we going to address this? Like, Patrick just brings up one feathery finger, kind of in a wait for it motion, and then <laughs> the, panther, <laughs> the panther turns. Like, yeah. <laughs> Hello, Pharaoh. Have you been? Where are you taking this fairy? We are on a mission for what was her name again? Sorry, uh, Stormrend. We are Captain we, Stormrend. We are on a mission for Captain Stormrend. Are you prisoners? Something strange is afoot. We are technically employed. Who's the new guy? Uh, this is Ariston Velamati. What happened to your face? Pouch <laughs> <laughs> right to the point. <laughs> uh, my character lets a, a small smile touch the burnt half of his face. <laughs> I got too close to a crook. Uh, what's your species called? Uh, Kenku. I, I suppose I got too close to a Kenku. I suck at lying, so you know this is not true. That's amazing. Right. Yeah. <laughs> this is me trying to do a joke. And then seeing that no one laughs, he just looks down and sighs. So the Kenku's wait. laughing. He's like... <laughs> so wait, can old Kenku cast fire? When, when I did not know of this capability. Your species when, are very powerful. When Katrick when <laughs> makes the little like <laughs> laugh, I'm like, I too worry about getting too close <laughs> to a Kenku. And you realize, maybe this... Actually, no. I'm jo- my character has a 13 intelligence, so I'm not stupid. I'm just... But still, my, my, still, I might be still be like the first Kenku you. Might. No, that's, I, you're yeah. probably right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we, we tend all... to stay out of sight. Uh, oh, that was a joke. No, apparently it was not. <laughs> I'll work on it though. Oh, sick bird. <laughs> oh <laughs> shit! <laughs> you see, God had a good laugh. That was a good uh, joke. That was from pretty. God. That was pretty it's good. Awful. That was pretty it's good. awful. All right. Uh, anyways, all right. Was, what uh, what is this mission? We must go to a place. Just uh, sent to us by Captain Stromer to find a uh, individual named De- Delar. What is the reward? An official adventurer's writ allowing us to do adventures in this country. All right, I will join this mission. Very well. Smokey agrees. His- <laughs> Very well. <laughs> Goes round. <laughs> the subtitles are like 20% more than the athlete. I do all the work here. <laughs> so, what, your stubby little legs are going to carry you on this part? <laughs> <laughs> All right, and the barge dislodges from the dock and starts to float on. Are we, are we the only ones on the barge currently? You are the only ones on the barge. Does anyone know how to pilot a boat? Uh, you are inside of a the, the wagon. You're not piloting. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah, it's like you're on like a car ferry in oh, modern day times. Okay. Right. Yeah, you're just, you're chilling. Okay. Um, <laughs> anybody have Arcane can roll it now. Arcana. Yeah. Arcana, sorry. Yeah. Jesus, 18. So, uh, 23. Nice. Nice. Just 12. Okay. Uh, 12. There's a strange sensation in the air of, um, uh, of, of a kind of crackling of energy. But more important than that, it's like an absence of everything else. Like, as you continue on, you hear fewer seagulls. And even the lapping of the waves on the, on the boat seem to subside ariston there is magic happening slowly it's not dangerous but it is powerful and you can tell that wherever you are going 
it is full of it. And as it goes on, there is a uh, lapping of the waves. And then as it rolls on, the hatch to the back of the covered wagon comes undone. It starts to slap against itself with the rocking of the wave with a clap, clap, clap. And the rocking of the waves, clap, clap. And then there is a uh, steady uptick of wind. And the ripple of the covering of the wagon starts to whip to and fro and uh, shudder. And then the clapping of the back of the of the covered wagon is lifted up and slammed down. And all of you wake up on a ground. Feeling wildly hungover. Oh. Camera... <laughs> camera turns to show that where the uh where the adventurers are aligned is not against a wall and slowly adjusts <laughs> to show that they are face down on the floor a no, Russ, wooden floor yeah, i slowly pick myself up uh anyone catch the number of whatever that was it was the fairy <laughs> never take a fairy <laughs> it uh, was magical but there was no fairy that was the joke I'll work on it. I say, as I sit up and like rub my face, trying to get the taste of cotton out of my mouth. What's around us? Uh, you are in a <clears throat> you are in a perfectly uh, square wooden room with a couple of uh, satchels full of what is clearly your gear. Uh, you are wearing still your uh, still your armor, and there is nothing else aside from some uh, some pots. Some pans. It looks like it would be like kind of a makeshift place to cook up some food. Nowhere to sleep. A couple of chairs, a table, a skylight, and a window. And you hear the sound of activity outside of of a city, of streets, people walking to and fro. And uh, sun is uh, <clears throat> it's a kind of golden sunset light coming in through the window that faces the street and there is a wooden door with a metal handle directly in front of you i look out the window it looks like a charming little town uh there are thatched roofs that reach two or three stories high there are people of all descriptions much more uh then the rest of Cormier has led you to believe when it came to the, uh, the, 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 the uh, racial diversity. Precisely. Yeah. Uh, there are many more dwarves, halflings. There are some elves and, um, they all are bustling to and fro and they seem to be, um, picking up as the sun starts to set. What happened? I need to get my barons and everybody roll perception. Twelve. Nine. You're just crushing with the twelve. <laughs> yeah, I rolled like three of them uh, so far. Fifteen. All right. Uh, Smokey got a fifteen. Okay. So, uh, Smokey and and uh, Ariston. Uh, so, Smokey, uh, Pharaoh, as you roll around, as you as you look up, starts to nuzzle and lick behind your left ear. Very specifically behind your left ear. Ariston. You notice as your friends turn around that everyone has a mark that looks like a bruise in the soft of the palate of right behind their left ear. Hold on, we've been branded of some sort. And I'm going towards, uh, I look at the bird, I look at the minotaur, yeah, and then I look... You, you don't know where birds even have ears? Yeah, <laughs> and then I look towards back to the minotaur and wave for you to come this way. All right, and I step forward. And yeah, I'm, I'm examining the mark. 
We were, it's a bruise of some sort. Everyone has them on the back, and I reach and touch the back mm-hmm. of my neck. Yeah, it's very tender. Yes, it, we mm-hmm. might have been marked by something, bit by something. Does it's, it look like anything specific? It's not a slave brand, I don't believe. I try to identify it. Okay, it's going to be a medicine roll. Can I also look? Yeah, everybody can roll. You can always roll if you don't have a skill, unless I say you definitely cannot oh, tell. Yeah. Was Smokey branded too? Uh, no. Bruised? Oh, nope. interesting. 18, even though I have 23. Wow. Yeah. Seven. Okay. I am not doing well in the rolls today. Well, you're not letting anything on fire yet. Yeah. Yeah, no, exactly. <clears throat> All right, so 23. 23. 18. And 18. Both of you can tell. It looks like to be some sort of in, um, a, a, a puncture. Like mm. from a long, thin needle of some sort. Were we given something, perhaps? Uh, something to knock us out, perhaps. Most likely, yes. You also look around. All of you have much more five o'clock shadow. In fact, you are going on into uh, into beard territory than when you were last awake. The good news is the entire city looks like it's very diverse, so... Perhaps the appearance of a minotaur and a bird will not throw uh, too much attention our way. The best thing we can do is walk out and find out where the hell we are. Did you always have a beard that long? I reach up and I'm like, not in quite some time, no. It may have, we have, may have been asleep many days. Most likely. And yeah, we're, I'm, Ariston's moving towards his pack. Kind of grabbing it and throwing it over his shoulder, mm-hmm. making sure his sword is there and fine and sharp and no one's messed with it. And then if everything turns out okay, he's heading towards the door to see if it's unlocked. It is unlocked. And he's going to walk out. And his first goal is to find out where are they. Okay. <clears throat> and as you walk out, a couple of likely lads... As it were, a couple of strapping guys in uh, thin leather armor. Uh, they're like kind of husky Caucasian dudes. One has an eye patch. The other one has like a carved up head that he's shaven. Uh, both brandish clubs. They're leaning against a wall across the street. When they see you come out, they brandish clubs and start walking towards you. Oh, no. And behind him, mm-hmm. Ariston, they clearly see a minute personally pop up. Hello, can we help you? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> and they keep walking and they were like, just kind of, they twirl their clubs a little He's and like, they yeah, scratch their head. Aren't these cool clubs? Yeah, they're, they're the best clubs. I got them on sale. They're fabulous. Let's, <laughs> let's anyway. go play a game with clubs. <laughs> yeah. uh, all right. Back in our room, mm-hmm. I'm going to um, activate primeval awareness. Cool. And I want to know how many humanoids and of what, gen- you know, broadly speaking, what type are within a five-mile radius. In a five-mile radius. Including the town. And it says that I can't become lost except by magical means, but obviously this was magical. So, mm-hmm. All right, roll I, constitution. I can be, your I can brain be, explodes I can be very lost. <laughs> In a five-mile radius, there are... That's one you'd open up a binder and like you were prepared for this. Right? I know exactly. Three the racial diversity is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, let's talk about the demographic breakdown of this <clears throat> district. There are, excuse me, not three, three thousand residents. Three thousand residents. Okay. And rough humanoid breakdown. <clears throat> uh, it's predominantly human. 
the close second would be about 10% dwarves. And then underneath that would be halflings and then elves and other. Seems and to be like there... a 2% other though, which is twice as much as. <laughs> You're just making a pie chart in the dirt. <laughs> um, are they all in the town or are there humanoids? Like No. They're okay. all within this clump in your all mind. Within, okay, got it. Yeah. Got it. So there's like a solid. And then am I aware that there's wilderness around the town at all? Or? Uh, you're aware of it. Yeah. Okay, cool. But your mem- your ability to get beyond the town gets fuzzy. Okay. Yep. That's it. And the two guys uh, wander off with their discount clubs that they bought. Mm-hmm. Uh, instead of asking them, uh, using intimidation of our giant friend here, I'm mm-hmm. looking for any lads running by. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, uh, there, there is a uh, young woman uh, who is a uh, small dwarf. She's a uh, petite for her size, and she's got some scruff on her. She looks like a you know a street urchin from a, a Dickensian novel. Uh, and she sees you looking around, and she runs up to you and says. Hello, traveler. Hello. 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 You look lost. No, actually, my friend and I were just debating on how to, what's the pronunciation of the city. He, I think, sounds ridiculous trying to say it. Perhaps you could say it for us. Weiloon. Of course. Weiloon. No, don't. It's not Weiloon. It's Weiloon. Two O's. I apologize for mistaking it. Is it a common mistake? It is. For people who have not been here before. Would you like a guide? You would like a guide. You would like a guide. <laughs> you would like Lafasia to be your guide. Lafasia? Lafasia. Do I know what a Wayloon is? Have I ever heard of it using history or anything like that? Like- Roll history. If y'all have history. Because, yep. yeah, it is kind of a thing. I am rolling great. Yeah. 19 wow. plus history of 6. Damn. Uh, 25. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's oh. a 10 for me. I got okay. a 17 for once. I'm sorry. Uh... 24 because I only have a 5. Okay. Mm-hmm. Weiloon. About over a century ago, uh, the uh, the Cormirian uh, crown decided that it was having trouble being able to process all of the criminals uh, during the uh, initial uh, skirmishes with Netherol and some of the countries to the north. And so what it did with its Council of War Mages was create a city that was magically encased in a force field for people that were either awaiting trial or had just been convicted. The worst of the worst were kept somewhere else. This was the best answer as far as they they could consider for a growing problem of we just can't keep building all of these prisons. What if we just build a city? And when you get convicted of certain things, you just go to the city to serve out your sentence. What's interesting from a historical perspective is that it was a city before it became a prison city. And in doing so, there are actually families that refuse to leave or be bought out by the Cormirian crown and to this day thrive in this city, being told that they could, they cannot leave. But they never committed a crime. <laughs> they were just like, uh, no, you're telling us the land is cheap. I'm going to buy four more buildings and just kind of ride this out. It is a peaceful city. It has its own functioning economy, mostly based on trade. And it is also predominantly run by gangs. 
So it is kind of uh, like a more peaceful version of Gangs of New York. I let out a audible sigh before looking towards the Minotaur and saying, I believe that the Captain Stormwind might have been a little bit um, devious in her wordplay. I don't know if this is so much a job than perhaps a print, perhaps a prison sentence. Prison sentence? No, 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 prison sentence. No, <laughs> we're all innocent here in Waylon. We're just awaiting our contact from our attorneys. Yes, Waylon, see, see for yourself. But, and we're looking at a map, listeners. Yes, yes, Lafasia has many maps. Many maps. I'm assuming <clears throat> that people sometimes just arrive and wake up here, yes? Or arrive by boat. Wake up? What do you mean? Uh, never mind. He is very tired. You've been you've been quite quite active. You do not wake up here. What What do you mean that we have been quite active? Well, you seem to have had too much to drink the other night, uh, and you seemed very confused. So I thought perhaps you would like... You bumbled through the city for the last five days, and then having come across too many um, bad instances, and good instances, uh, you clearly need a local. An innocent local. Lafage is innocent. So we were just traveling around for five days. You were, as you put it at one point... Reconnoitering? Reconnoitering? That's it. You were looking for your friend Reconnoiter. And at some other instance, you wanted to uh, make friends with the locals, which you did, mostly. And at other times, you are, were looking for, uh, for someone, a uh, love, someone or something, mm-hmm. some fancy pants. All right. And uh, up until uh, recently, uh, you were uh, looking for your friend Reconnoiter. I see. Uh, that's in between the gauntlet fights and the drinking and the um, and 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 the running to or from uh, various gangs. Gauntlet fights. Mm-hmm. Could you hold on for one minute? We'll be right back. Lafage is very patient. Okay, I. I take uh, Ariston to the corner. What? I'm as confused as you, friend. Perhaps we should in, uh, inform the others of our activities, yes? Okay. Lafasia, could you hold on for a further minute? Still very patient. All right, we're going inside real quick. Okay. You see her eyes kind of up over the <laughs> over the windowsill. It's <laughs> <laughs> close the shutters. Exactly. <laughs> We apparently have been here for several days, running errands, looking for... Most likely Delar. Which is the man that we were supposed to yes, find, yes. Yes, yes. And apparently we were running, running jobs for uh, various people, doing gauntlet fights, and uh, we were also running from gangs and running to gangs. It's a... We are clearly missing time, and that clearly missing time is filled with activities that we are unaware of, unless anyone else here can remember anything. Last thing I remember is we were on the boat. Same. Mm. So we need to start retracing our steps, yes? Mo- 
Most likely, yes. There's a dwarf out there asking for us to be the guide. She seems to know a lot about us, though. I am curious. She seems to know a lot about us. Mm-hmm. If we had already been here for several days, yes? Why would she so desperately think we need a guide now that we are confused? That is very interesting. One second. I walk outside. Lafasia. Yes. How did you know we would need a guide? <laughs> well... We were here for five days. You think we would know the place. Why do you think we would need a guide? Because you woke up on the floor of a strange building. After five days. And how did you know that? Because you're standing in the building that you woke up on. Do people... (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, I mean, she's right. Yeah. Do people lose memories here or... Lose memories? Inside check. Yeah. This would be an inside check if okay. anybody wants to give it a shot. Yep. Oh, yeah. You can give any skill shot a... Or, score. 15. Oh. A blazing 7. Oh, 10. 20, uh, 23 from Smokey. Nice! Nice. Uh, Smokey knows that she seems perturbed by that. Nervous by the specific, specificity of the question. Hmm. Anyone else? Oh, damn. Yeah, I got a 10. Okay. And a 15, 15. but not as good as Smokey. Yeah, that kind of caught her off guard. Smokey can assess that she's not a threat, but she's not telling you everything. Okay. Smokey's just going to keep staring with big yellow lantern eyes at her. Right nearby. Uh, What about the marks behind our ears? Her face falls. Tell Tell us about those. I've gone to great lengths to not be imprisoned again. All right. Listen. This is not the first time you would have hired me. But you didn't have the marks back then. Come inside. And she, like, ushers you into the building and shuts the door. Listen. I'm not going to say that you're rubes, but you were definitely new here. It was pretty clear that When you wound up here, it wasn't for something so simple as what the rest of us did. What did the rest of you do? I'm going to assume what the rest of them did is crimes. Mm -hmm. What the rest of you do? We stole memories, but we swear we don't know what's going on. It just just looks weird. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, this looks bad, but bear with me. This is what you handed me. The first day you were here. What is your walking I I don't read well. Let me. Let me. Uh, Let's see. It says incarceration for crimes including public intoxication, jaywalking, other anti-Comerian activities, and worship of Char. Char. I immediately. (laughs) (laughs) Wait. Hold on. Is this so? There's no name on this though. No. Incarceration for crimes. It also has no date for your trial. Oh. Do they usually have a date for trials on the paper? Sometimes. Wait, this, this is, we gave this to you as to explain why we were here? Yes. You were quite intoxicated the first night. No, 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 no. This, no, 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 no. This does not make sense. This, this, we are not here for this. We don't, we don't worship Shar. We don't, we are not traitors. We are not, uh, <laughs> jaywalking. 
Okay, technically, yes. <laughs> <laughs> that makes a lot more sense. Um, Listen, in the in the spirit of re- repeat, uh, in the spirit of repeat business, I can tell you that you have been here for five days. That those chargers are so generic and run the gamut so far that it seemed to be basically cast a net far and wide. There's not a person in Weilun that you could talk to that has not some connection to one of those things, be it from the jaywalking all the way to the worst. The worship of Shar? Yes. It does look a little obvious, doesn't it? Well, it worked for the most part. On the first day, you traveled here and you talked to some people. You were looking for a person named Delaire. And then you couldn't find them. And so you tried to ingratiate yourself with the locals and you got too intoxicated. You all drank so much. You were idiots. And you insulted one of the Masons. Now, the Masons are a gang. They are one of the gangs that runs this place. And the Masons... Do not necessarily mason, uh, and it is because of that you, uh, Duras, took issue with the fact that they were not up the stone uh, as much as they would imply, and they took issue with the fact that you wanted to take them to task with discussions on masonry and using forges, and you uh, connected the two while intoxicated. Long story short. That sounds like me. Did they mark us behind the ear? At night, the other gang comes. The screamers. It's why we, it's why we do not walk the streets if we can help it at sundown. The screamers, if the, the Masons simply want to control through, through, uh, 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 extortion and protection. And the smaller gangs want simply to, to, to run, uh, to, to, to run uh, weapons or food or smuggle. But the screamers, they just want everything. And on the fifth day, you found out something about the screamers. And none of us know where you went. And you just woke up here. And you're still somehow alive. I see. Whatever it is, that mark you carry is often on the marks is often on the bodies of the dead none of us you said none of us what you said none of us knew where you are are you working with someone or do you i'm a guide for many people if people pay me food or stuffs then i will mention where people went i have no idea where you went why are they called the Screamers? Predominantly through their application of barbed knives. Oof. And the fact that they don't like to kill swiftly. Oof. There's no such thing as a quiet kill for the Screamers that you see on the streets. And you're saying they, they took us while we were intoxicated? It was very strange. This is very strange. Mm-hmm. How long have you been in this town? 
20 years, give or take. How old does she look? Looks to be about 20. Dwarves age differently, halfling. So it seems like we found something out, and someone took that information away from us, and for some reason we have been left alive. You said people do appear with these marks on the back of their neck, but they usually are dead, yes? Yes. Are they usually people who are looking into the screamers, or no? Or they were caught unlucky in the night, or they have some sort of wealth to take, or they had spoke up against members of the Screamers themselves. Screamers come every night? If you're unlucky, yes. Where are they in the morning? They don't come out during the day. Where do they... Do you not know where they hide? The sewers? The warehouses? I think you found out. That is interesting. Very well. I'll tell you what. I made a fair decent amount of food off of your tall friend here during the uh, trials. So I'll return the favor. Favors go a long way in this town. Hope you remember. Moving forward. If you find. I did some search. Searching. I think I know where your friend Delaire is. This person you're looking for. I'm assuming you're not here to kill him? No. All right. I can take you to him. But if you're going to look for the Screamers, I don't want anything to do with it. No, we just want our uh, associate, not the Screamers, at this time. All right. Fine. The Screamers just kill people, whoever they want? They have open war with the Masons as it stands. The Masons lock down all of their buildings at night. Sometimes the screamers just hunt for fun, invade homes, kill families. But if there's a rhyme or reason to the screamers, I haven't seen it. Uh, And you said trials. Is that the gauntlet you were speaking of earlier? You made a lot of money during his trial? Yes, yes. What is the gauntlet? Is Is it some sort of arena? Yes. A method of entertainment. Hmm. And our friend did quite well? The friend is a minotaur. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I've been too embarrassed to ask. <laughs> I feel like you told me when we first met, and then I forgot, and then... Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I'm the rest of the person. Oh, yeah. yeah. That explains a lot. Very well. We would like for you to take us to our friend. We are here looking for him. That is the main reason we're here. Perhaps he would be able to fill in the blanks. All right. Hey, guys, this is Dan, the a.k.a. the bad boy of Fandible. I'm here to uh, ask you guys for money, basically. We're, we're here uh, because we're doing this out of love. We're doing this. We've got shows. If you liked what you just heard, we probably have more just like it. If you didn't like what you just heard, we have way more that's not like it. We have so much stuff, and we've given it all out to you because... We love you. We love you. We do it out of love. But guess what? Love don't pay the bills. If you go to patreon.com slash fandible and you donate a little sum sum for us, we might just have a little sum sum for you. 
If you can't, that's fine, because did I mention we love you? And you can go to Twitter, find Fandible there. You can go to Facebook, search for Fandible there. Listen, just search for Fandible. Whatever pops up, it's probably ours, and you should probably subscribe, like, link, share, etc. Do it, because we love you. <laughs>